G'day, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to On Repeat, episode uno four. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the Italian heritage. Fourteen. What's uno? Yeah, uno is one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Number uno four. <laughs> I know. I studied Italian at a secondary school. So you go. What did you get? What was the crocodilo? Crocodilo. 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 Uh, Okay, so here we are together again after a significant amount of time off, and we've uh, come together tonight to talk about albums that we have purchased with our own pennies. Yeah, as Justin says, picking up the pennies, picking up the pounds. Done. I'm going to add it. Am I shouting? Yes. No, you're right. I'm just adjusting volumes. What I'm going to add to this is that it isn't necessarily money that you saved up yourself because you can be gifted money. Yeah, I didn't. There's no way I bought the album with my own earned money because yeah. I wasn't old enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I like to think I did, but I didn't. No. Did anyone ever get a, a present where they taped coins to your card? You yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coins. No. Yeah. Someone's got, got a fiver. Fancy friends. Yeah. But I got a fiver yeah. and a one pound coin. Six pounds. Yeah, six pounds. It's better than five. Uno six. Uno six. <laughs> Uno six. Uno five. Yeah. Before before we before we kick off though, can we just say thank you thank you very much for everyone's reviews that it put, people put in reviews on our um, iTunes. I always fuck this up. Podcast page, whatever it's called, and uh, the streaming on Spotify has been really good as well. So it's um yeah, carry on. Tell it's your been, friends. It's been yeah. fucking pretty solid. Thanks it? for all the great. follows as well on Instagram. Yeah. It's going up. We got to number forty four. 43. 43. In a yep. podcast shop, which is pretty amazing, let's get, let's isn't get, it? Let's get so, to, yeah, thank you, know, everyone. <laughs> All we want to do is get to 42. Yeah, exactly. Slow and steady. So today's episode, as Jono said, is about the first album we bought of our own money. Um, and we usually pick out of a hat. So are we going to do that? I've got the hat here. Who wants to pick first? Jono. Jono, you pick. I think Jono, yeah. Jono, you pick. This is good. Oh, it says Jono. Hey. No, it doesn't. It says Jamie. Oh, <laughs> you get it every, every time. Week. Every time. <laughs> okay, I'm take my jacket, my jumper off. Right. So. Right. So, let's get my notes first. Yep. First, are, first album which on my phone. So the first. Well, I'm going to cheat slightly. I suppose it dictates the genre that we got into. I think that's the. Oh, the, that's the caveat. That should I, I do was... the intro again, guys? But is that? <laughs> okay. But yeah, maybe. I just need to. That's all right. All right, I just need to find the notes. But the thing is, it's two albums because I can't decide on one and I bought them at the same time. Fine. Okay. That, that works. I'm happy with that. Because it's no, like a HMV classic two for one deal. I don't know deal. what it was. I know I was, um, I was in London with my parents, so I assume one of them must have lent me the money for it. Or them, sorry. Um, do you want to know what they are? Yeah, yes, on. please. Damn right. Okay. Don't you want to, like, you know, build up the climax? Build up the climax? Yeah, build it up to the climax. We're men. We don't do climax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pop it in um, straight in. Straight in. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, so, <laughs> no foreplay. No yeah. foreplay. <laughs> well, I'm going to go straight in just because just it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not used to how this, the show runs. This is like dirty talk, James. Yeah. <laughs> so dirty. So dirty. So um, this time I've actually brought my phone with me rather than a piece of paper. The two albums that I bought yeah. with my own money. Yep. Hello, Nasty, Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah, nice. mm. uh, and Without You, I'm Nothing, Placebo. Placebo. Place bow. Oh, place bow. Place bow. So, um, I think the reason I initially I bought the Beastie Boys one is because generally I'd heard of them. Um, I 
I was probably 13 or 14 um, when I bought this album because and you, everyone's like, oh, that's late to buy your first album. And my brother had every fucking album you can think of, so I didn't have to buy any. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to buy an album. I wanted to buy my own, pay for my own music at that point. So I think I was 13. It was 98 to work that one out. Yeah, I was about 13. Yeah. July 1998 was when Hello Nasty came out uh, and the Placebo album came out in October. So I must have bought it around Christmas. Christmas time. It would have been yes, a Christmas purchase. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So I got both of them then. Um, Maybe and the sales. Yeah, but uh, it must. It might have been. Oh, well, they're pretty, pretty recent releases, though. So <laughs> <laughs> suddenly in the sales. <laughs> <laughs> one month out. <laughs> yeah, the fucking sales. Um, but yeah, the Beastie Boys one. I just because of their reputation, and everyone knew about the Beastie Boys. I think from you know from the era of when they were fight for your right to party and trashing hotel rooms and that kind of stuff. And I like the idea of. I like the idea of that, the punk element that they bring to hip-hop and rap music um, really appealed to me. And I heard um, Intergalactic, Intergalactic, oh, Planetary, Planetary, Intergalactic. Uh, I thought that was fucking brilliant, so I bought the album. Um, and then, obviously, alongside that is Without You Have Nothing by Placebo. Mm. Um, I think I'll get the title right. Do you know you doubt, you doubt yourself, don't you, when you talk about these things? Yeah. You're like, everyone's going to be listening. Spotlight. Yeah. But, um, but that is, um, and it was... Um, Pure Morning as well, which is on Without You Have Nothing. Yes. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't doubt and yourself, just go know, with it. My, ironically, um, or strangely, today in the car on the way here, Pure Morning was playing on the radio. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a few facts. Um, where's my phone gone? <laughs> Should we? St- are you going to start with Beasties or? I'll start with Beasties. Beasties boys. Beasties. Just because Beasties. I've got I've got more to say about um, Placebo than I have the Beastie Boys. Okay. Because I do. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. But um, so hello, nasty. I thought the fact that it sold um, uh, 681,000 copies in its first week of release was pretty impressive. It's very impressive. Um, And it was, yeah, it debuted at at number one in the US, in the States. You know where the US is? Yeah, United States. (laughs) Good. Good. Um, And the idea, but what I liked about it initially when I saw it was the the artwork. I thought it was quite cool. So they're all inside a... um, a tin, yeah, like a, a sardine tin, and it's actually referenced in one of the tracks as well. So they use that as a front cover. But they, they actually, I don't know if Justin had this or someone had this. I think I might have picked it up and thought it's quite cool. They released it, and the, the first week it was released, they released it in um, it was a cassette form and a CD form. Mm. So the cassette form was like a cigarette box. Oh, okay. So you could unwrap it like a cigarette box and kind That's of cool. put yes. it out that way. Top off, yeah. But they were saying that because every the, the reason they did that is everyone expected them to release it in like a uh, sardine tin kind of style. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, packaging would have made more sense. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just obviously went against the went against the grain with that one. But um, <laughs> the, the album's great. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard it. Um, it's just got some real good feel good tracks on it. Lyrically, it's brilliant, and it has that real old school feel to it without it being too old school. If you know what I mean, musically, um, some really good stuff on there. Some good samples, some good beats, some good breaks, all that kind of stuff. How did uh, how did you get into Beastie Boys? Was it via Justin or was it through TV? I don't or think so. Radio? I think it was probably through through TV, really. And mm. I think it, I remember seeing a news article when they first came out. Not when I I don't remember watching it, but I remember it must have been a TV program when it had like a a retrospective look at the Be- uh, the Beastie Boys. But I said the Beastie Boys, the Beastie Boys, <laughs> and um, there was a bit there on TV in the UK, and they were just really a bit obnoxious and a bit like. They just yeah. come, off the, come off the back of trashing a hotel room and just, you know, being like obnoxious teens and whatever. But I thought, actually, they're quite funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then as the years go on, you kind of read more about them and they're just really intelligent guys, really clever, um, really good at what they do, uh, at songwriting and crafting their art and really respected in, in the hip-hop world as well. 
um which I thought was great. Uh, so yeah, that's um, that's that's one of the regions. Yeah, they Luckily. definitely cross uh, genres, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're for the rock audience, but also with the hip hop audience. I was going to say, is, um, that, is it so that fight for your right to party, or whatever the mm, fucking yeah. title is? There's that yeah. live performance of them playing, isn't there? They're, yeah. they're actually a band. Mm. Like yeah. bass guitars, guitars. I mean, you've seen conf- that? Yeah, the, I mean, that, as a band, they confused the hell out of me when I was younger. Yeah, because I originally thought they were a band, and then as they progressed through their career it was the guitars kind of went yeah mm, yeah. yeah and then it was yeah well, I think they started as a they started as a yeah like punk band, punk band yeah. oh wow um, yeah. I remember um, sorry I'm going off on a tangent here right. I'm going to go off on a tangent I, I used to where I used to work at um, Al Price in Kingston there was a guy I used to work with who used to fucking love the Beastie Boys and I, I didn't really I never heard of him like obviously Jamie bought the album and he, but he played me all that really old punk stuff and isn't um, the dude from Anthrax on one of their tracks yeah Scott Ian yeah, is he yeah. on Fight for Right to Buy? And that, 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 I think them and um, Run DMC were the ones that kind of brought hip-hop into the mainstream by using, mm. like, yeah, metal, that was metal, them, yeah. metal and rap were kind of, like, that kind was of with, fighting yeah. the same cause at that yeah, time, yeah. I think. <clears throat> that was with the help of um, Rick Rubin as well. Yeah. Is it Rick Rubin? I love the Beastie Boys, yeah. though. They've just, got, they've just got this kind of inane kind of youth to them yeah, yeah no matter yeah. how yeah, <laughs> they must have been quite yeah, old yeah. when they recorded like yeah. hello nasty because they were going in the 80s and that was like what yeah. 90, would you say 90 98 so that yeah, yeah. Are they from, that, are they from sure new york i'm pretty sure they're gray in the videos <laughs> yeah i mean yeah even in there because you I, I love their. i mean i think their accents really come through as well yeah, yeah, yeah. In, mm. definitely yeah that they got heavy rotation in australia um into galactic and they, they didn't have that um Remote hour control. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Remote hour yeah. control. Mm. We're gonna get sued for singing that. <laughs> no, <laughs> the videos great. were cool too. I actually, yes, that's, that's. I think that's again. That's something that got that really got me into it was seeing the videos. Mm. Yeah, we never had MTV, but I think I saw it around Tom's or make Tom's. Yeah, yeah, or something. I, yeah. That's it. Yeah, um, and it was. Um, I think they were dressed as undercover policemen or something. I'm yeah, that's sure that's that's, that um, that's sabotage. That's sabotage. sabotage. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the inter- is it? It's a song single, Intergalactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is that Galactic single? So yeah. that's when they're all dressed up in, as scientists, aren't they? And that's the it, big yeah, robot yeah, comes and it, yeah. there's. I'm sure there's meatballs in there somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's like a weird B movie Godzilla yeah. thing, that's but with exactly, robots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's wicked. I really want to see the um the film they've made as well. There's like an isn't there like a film on Apple Apple TV which I don't have, but they've got Beastie Boys. Oh, is it really? Questions and answers with yeah. That's cool. Without obviously the other guy passed away, but um, mm. yeah. So that's that album, and I thought I'd mention it because it was included in my um, purchase. In my purchase. So now we're on to placebo. With the Beastie Boys. Oh, so, goes Beastie, <laughs> so go to placebo. No, no, no. I was, yeah. I remember like looking at the, the it, like going a bit deep into the production techniques that they they use as well. They used to like. Um, just record um, the drums in a room on like a really, I don't know, like a computer, like a Mac. I know they did it on their most recent album. They just stuck a, a Mac and just recorded the drums in the corner and to get that weird, yeah, really yeah, weird yeah. distorted sound, yeah. put it backwards. But they, yeah. they were kind of, they like to kind of soundscape and like craft their sounds out of like organic things, which mm, is quite cool. Weird. I, I like mean, that. Yeah, we, we've, we've done that before in some of the tracks mm. in, in our older band. We did a remix of one of our songs and that was one mic on Ben's drums. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think you've got to experiment. I think people to yeah. get too caught up with things sounding too too mm, perfect, polished. Yeah. polished. Yeah, yeah. If you can capture it with one microphone and mess around with it, it works. So mix master mic. Sorry, I know we're going. Yeah, go, go on. Yeah, it's mix master mic, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah, because they yeah. again, like you say, you mentioned like they were quite. They took that punk rawness and put it into hip hop, mm, which is quite yeah. cool. I like that. I like that. But as it, you, what the point you made earlier about you know like hip hop and punk hmm. have the same kind of ideals in yeah, terms yeah. of moving, you know. Oh, political ideals like grime well you know just kind of, right. it seems that it's it's always 
I don't know. I don't want to get all sort of into the sort of politics and so forth, but yeah. it seems to be kind of fighting from the same corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. You know, towards like social ideals and all that type oh, of yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, it's got, all got the same kind of philosophy and yeah, yeah, message. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Okay, good. So, yeah, awesome. now, placebo, <laughs> a bit more detail because I think this predetermined the genre. Yeah, yeah. Not I got into. Um, well, not determined it, but added to it because you had all the CDs anyway. And I was I was listening to, <laughs> I was listening to Justin. I wish stuff. Justin was my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Save me a lot of money. <laughs> it's like you know, I was listening to. I suppose really it, it wasn't placebo that got me into the genre. It was just a genre that I was into that I bought an album from, mm-hmm. so yeah. alternative rock. Yeah. Um, and I just remember buying it and listening to it and thinking, "Fucking hell, this is like very different." Mm. Mm. Uh, his voice is very different. Um, not as different as it was on the first album. Apparently, he wanted to sing slightly lower on this album. I don't know if you right. knew that because he was fed up with listening to his squeaky vocals. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a quote. That's a quote he had. So he sang slightly lower, and they they recorded it um, slightly differently. Um, and it just it just had that more kind of. Uh, they use a dance producer. I think it was Steve Osborne. Hmm. So he was like he, he produced dance music because they wanted to have that kind of production within that. But actually, at the end, they weren't happy with it. Mm. But anyway. But Brian Michael just fucking moans about everything, I think, anyway. so, <laughs> But I, I, I'm not sure if it's this album, or is it, is it Black Market Music? Was another one? Oh, that's the one after. The one yeah. after. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's this or that one that one of mine and Justin's friends worked on. Was it Bob, the bass player, worked with Placebo and something? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. it was in, well, he worked in the studio where they were. Um, and I wanted to kind of get around to this because it all interlinks like years later. <laughs> I don't know if Justin knows what's coming. <laughs> but Bob said that he worked in the studio... Um, and Brian Molko went left and the bass player was left just hanging around and I think he was doing finishing off some mixes. I don't know which album it was on. It might have even been this one. I could have to ask Bob about that. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, the guy the guy left. I can't remember the bass player's name. Anyway, he left and Bob was like clearing up. He's like doing T-boy duties and like tidying up engineering bits and bobs and just running the studio B- bits. Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. Bots and bibs. Um <laughs> And he walks into the lounge and there on the table was a porno mag open on the centre fold <laughs> with a human shit on top. <laughs> so, so good. So, so um, basically that was a, that was a placebo bass player. Was probably on some sort yeah. of drugs. <laughs> I don't know. And he's shit on the centre fold of a porno. Uh, porno. So he, get in touch if you're that bass player. And left the shit. He didn't leave the band. He just left the, the no, session. He just, just left the session. Oh, he just right. he was just hanging around, like playing and stuff. And then Bob was like obviously doing some mixing bits. And then Bob was like tidying up. The bass player had left the building, and all that was left on the table was. A, a, <laughs> Did Bob clear it up? Uh, he must have done. <laughs> Maybe it was Bob. a job. Jesus Good Christ. Few, I don't know why. I mean, that's such a random sort of tangent to go off to, but actually, it's relevant because it is placebo. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't spoken about any of the music. Let's get back to the music. Does anyone have a favourite track on that album, though? Without you, I'm nothing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's track number five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember buying that as a single, and they did it with David Bowie. Mm. Oh, David yeah, Bowie's yeah. on it. Yeah, and I think they had a Smiths cover on that as a yeah. B-side. Was that the well. actual debut single from that album? I think wasn't Pure, Pure Morning. Morning. Yeah, Pure oh, Morning. Pure Morning. Every Me and Every You was another big single. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I do like Placebo, but I never. Maybe it was an age thing. I never quite caught them when they were like at that time. Yeah, know? yeah. I like, yeah, Pure, Pure Morning, I think, was that first single you heard where it's the friend in need is a friend indeed, friend yeah. weed is better. It's quite, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice yeah, lyric. It's Especially a, for that age, you're like, yeah, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah boy. Yeah. It's the lead track on the album. But then, like, I mean, Brick Shithouse is a bit of a weird one, but it's still cool production on it. Um, 
you don't care about us. (laughs) That one. You remember that one? Yes, yes. Um, But the one that I really like, and this is is another story associated with um, placebo. So 13, 14, 13, 14 years old, um, broke up with my then girlfriend. Oh no. And Did you shit on a porno? No, I didn't shit on a porno. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, sh- I didn't shit on a porno. I was, I was close to Shut the doorstep. That's a good way to end it. I was close. Well, just shit on the porno and then end it. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the end. Done. It's just like, get the message. No, no. no. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I just thought, oh, I don't know how I'm going to go over this. It was just such a lovely time, those yeah. five days. <laughs> and, um, I just hit play on this one track and I always listen to it. It always makes me laugh because it's just the most ridiculous track. <laughs> but it's, my sweet prince, oh. you are the one. That one. <laughs> so, beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. And that was my get over what, it. What? That was my I, I breakup song. I was listening. <laughs> my sweet prince, you are the one. <laughs> I was I was listening at the beginning. What year did this come out? Ninety eight. So ninety eight, like placebo, like how they looked and the music they did compared to what was around at ninety eight. Yeah. What's ninety eight? Ninety eight was it? like new metal, wasn't it? That was kind of like start of new things. metal. Marilyn Manson was probably So he was sure. so apart from Marilyn Manson, the placebo British wise, they were they were first kind of. Well, I remember yeah. the first ones. First, uh, he was the first person I saw wearing makeup. Well, that's what he does, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and who, who kind of was kind of that androgynous, is he? Yeah. So there was that, there was that, yeah. That's it. They, 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 without your nothing was classed as like their coming out album kind of thing, but Brian Michael is like bisexual. Yeah, yeah. And the bass player came out as um, gay um, and it was their coming out album, mm. apparently. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's what it was, class, <laughs> that's mm. what it was classed as. Mm. Um, and he was the first proper kind of rock star in the sense to embrace that kind of nail varnish, lipstick, mm. Makeup, yeah, high heels. I know almost like seventies, like but, kind of a emo so look before yeah, it came exactly. massive. But they were so big at the time. I mean, yeah. they, they were massive. They sold a lot of copies. Mm. Um, I think it went platinum that album. So yeah, I mean, it was a great album. Yes, yeah, it, 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 it just goes downhill so from what there. album is? Is it Nancy Boy? That's the first. That's the second. This is the second album. Right, yeah, the first yeah. album is the other one. Yeah, with mm. the, with that going back to the first album, mm. they um. They recorded it with a different drummer, and in the artwork, rather than taking him out and redoing the promo shots, they put like a cone head on top of him. Did you know that? No. Oh, in, the, in the yeah, in the artwork, if you look, oh, right. it's them. Mm. Right, the two, the bass player and Brian Mulca. Sorry, bass player, I can't remember your name. <laughs> uh, uh, and Stephen, the drummer. isn't it? Stephen something. And right. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know if this is true. He was a guy, Stephen, wasn't he? Stephen Oswald or something like that. Steve tall. Oswald. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off on a Oswald? tangent. But Oswald. It sounds. Have a look. Jonathan can look at the I, band I, names. I've got a funny feeling I'll, that I'll a funny feeling that the drummer they used was in the Blue, Boo Radleys. He was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm. Is, that, is that Steve Hugh, uh, something Hewitt? Oh, yes. Something like that. But Come he was on, in. Yeah, he was in the Boo Radleys. He was in something else. He was in, he was in Shed Seven at one point. He like did loads of oh. <clears throat> did loads of gig talk. Um, what's the word? Session stuff. He was in Placebo for a while though. He was in '96 to. 2005 or something oh, okay yeah so um, we got um steven or stefan osdall osdall that's it he's the bass player um, yeah and they've, they've got so steve forrest drunk it yeah not drums drunk it <laughs> um, steve hewitt was the drummer on yeah yeah that album yeah um and also robert schultzberg oh later on this must be later on but i yeah i, re- I remember just coming back to placebo but i remember listening to them and that kind of mm. blew my mind but i remember at the same time i don't know if it's I'm I'm re re uh, imagining timings of things, but Eddie Izzard was about us, and he was a mm. massive comedian, oh, and he was yeah. he was the first comedian I remember seeing wearing. He did the transvestite. Yes. Yeah, he, 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 he would wear 
um, you know, women's clothing on stage, you do mm. like jokes about it and when, and it's kind of, I'm sure it was around that time. Probably. Um, yeah. But it's quite, I don't know, you, you think back at, like now, to, to well, from, from to where we are now, that's kind of like, you know, ex like we're socially acceptable for, for a lot of those things, but back then it was probably a huge, well, a huge it's a thing. Big step from uh, probably, and if you look yeah. at music as well, it's a big yeah. step on from the era of like gangster rap, for example, mm. that's true. which took over a huge chunk before the alternative revival, if you want to call it. Yeah, that. yeah. I know there's stuff in and around that, but gangster rap and hip hop was massive, and that's a complete polar opposite image wise. Mm. And for something like Brian Molko, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming out with yeah. you know, nail varnish lipstick, and but I like I like the I like the fact he did that, and and that was an image because it was all like sort of rock I suppose we're going to come on to like grunge and stuff later but I think like rock was all like macho I know they looked like fucking women because they had long hair and like yeah. but, but it was all macho kind of mus muscular you know whatever yeah, yeah. I don't know do you I know know what you mean? mean it was like quite toxic the lyrics yeah. were quite toxic yeah right? you know, whereas actually your next lay and you what, know. what he's singing about on that Nancy, you know, Nancy boys about I think it was about him being bullied for mm. looking the way he does or you know it, and mm. there, there, it was like a deeper meaning to stuff and I thought actually that's yeah, quite, kind of quite groundbreaking if you look at, like I said, what was around. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and because they broke away from that stereotypical kind of rock look, mm. you know, he was a, a skinny yeah. man who was being true to himself, wasn't yeah. he? And I think that was a very courage in to do that mm. at that Definitely. stage of, the, of yeah. uh, time. Definitely. I think the guitars weren't they tuned to F sharp, high F sharp, yeah, not yeah. low F sharp. So I yeah. mean, you know, that's up half a step from E standard. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which so, is you know to obviously because of his voice was so high as well. Oh, yeah. The guitars kind of balanced yeah, it out, yeah, which is sure. off, you know quite interesting. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, they were my two, my Very two good. albums. Yeah, one, one more, one more so than the other. Mm -hmm. Love, I love the Beastie Boys, but they want an influence than yeah. Mm. But do you think the Beastie Boys? Because you, I remember you buying more hip hop albums as well as oh, rock yeah. albums. I, I kind of as as the closest I got to kind of hip-hop at that, at that time was probably having a Rage Against Machine album yeah. and maybe a Cypress Hill mm. <laughs> <I was definitely, laughs> album, but that's yeah. about it. I was I, definitely more into hip-hop than anything before, and I think BC Boys bridged that gap uh, mm, yeah. between yeah. hip-hop and alternative mm. and that punk element. And to this day, I, I, you know, when we get on to like other episodes, I think we're going to discuss other things like Grunge, mm. for example. My favourite songs in that genre are much more punky, much more aggressive, much more raw. And even to this day, I listen to like Idols, for example, Mm, I love yep. them because they're so raw, and I mm. think that just carries through my musical tastes yeah, yeah. to today. And your and your lyrics and the way yeah, you uh, yeah. harmonise things, you can just hear it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Vocal patterns and all those things. Exactly, this is yeah. why this is good doing stuff like this. It's very good. Mm. I like it. Did you hear the bit like, about last week? We were talking about when you said about your last week, last the last few episodes. We were talking about techno, mm. and we, I'm, I don't know if you, I, I was like kind of like similar to the music you listen to. You, you're really into like kind of that metal, very kind of driven by rhythm. Yeah. Like that kind those of beats. It's like those yeah, beats kind of, like kind of tie yeah. in. To, yeah, yeah. It's really weird how you look at that and then go, oh yeah, that, that that's kind of, true. That's a little link there. But anyway, sorry. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, and Jono, it's <laughs> right. Yeah. It's right. You collected the flyers. The did you collect the flyers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I kind of didn't. I was thinking, was it Jono? <laughs> and it, I'm sure it was you that co you collected them. Yeah, it's like option. It was option A. Yeah, there you go. Where did you get them? I don't know. Like, they just used used to find themselves in my hands <laughs> they used to fly like many things they used to fly in Kingston and Sutton a lot they, yeah, yeah. oh I see so, so you came know, up like, for a gig like, there yeah, hand out because you had the record yeah. bags as well which yeah. were really popular oh, okay. and I didn't realise they were record bags to put records in that you would then 
you would have that if you were a DJ and you would mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But everyone, everyone had yeah. record bags, like but techniques record bags. And stuff. Like, anyway. Yeah. So it's part of the popular culture, wasn't it? Yeah. Dress and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Right, let's move on. Well done, Jamie. Thank that you. Was wonderful. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, I like. Right. I have to say, I'm a big fan of both those. A bit rusty, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah. A bit rusty today. But it's always it's always difficult going yeah, first. Going, going in first. You can pick. Oh, thanks. And as always, all these songs and albums will be on playlists on Spotify after this episode for you to enjoy. Who that say? <laughs> Who is it? Jono. Is it Jono? Jamie. This is Jamie again. <laughs> what? Did you put it back in? I'm gonna. Got a confession to make. Uh, I've written Jamie for all four of them. Uh, <laughs> so there's no element of choice. Sorry. Oh, stupid boy. <laughs> like, he's sitting there. Jamie. He's sitting there giggling away like like it's really funny, but it's only it's his joke. It's really funny. Why break our tradition? You got first just... every episode. <laughs> it's Jono. Jono. No, Jamie. Jono, you've got to go. You can find I don't mind going. Sorry. No, no, Jono can go. I won't do that again. That was just I promise. Ridiculous. No, no. Maybe next episode. <laughs> you could do it, yeah, do it to someone else. <laughs> Stupid. I was thinking, what the... F- it looked like Jono to me. <laughs> it's got a J. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I think I'm just going to go for it. Go mm-hmm. on. So, um, yeah, this is a difficult one for me because I actually think I purchased my first album when I was probably 10. What? Yeah. Your own money? Well, sort of. I mean, oh, it was wow, money cool. that was, you know, gifted Pocket money a through bit, yeah. sort of Christmas and so forth. But yeah. I don't think I'm going to focus on that one because I feel that, you know, like when you're young, you don't really have an identity so much. Yeah. And I used to sort of spend a lot of time, you know, in Woolworths looking at the, the bargain crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Wigfield for one pound. <laughs> Yeah. ABD. So I mean, you know, that stuff's kind of irrelevant to my to me to me now. But uh, what I would talk about is my first teenage year purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. And I'm going to probably go down the same sort of route as Jamie. So um, my first two albums that I purchased around about Christmas time, and it probably would have been Christmas of '99, I think. So it's the first year I was in Australia. Um, so the first album was Foo Fighters, The Colour and the Shape. Oh, and classic. the second album was Ash 1977 oh, yeah. so oh, what a what a what a what a I mean two completely different albums but yeah. I think you know sort of touching upon being young I don't think there's so much tribalism when you're young in regards to the genre of music you listen to yeah. you know you kind of you know when you used to buy a Kerrang magazine you'd used to have posters of Manson and then you'd have posters of I don't know someone else that is completely different to Mance and then oh, have yeah, another poster. Yeah. So yeah. I think people uh, as a young star I was just drawn to to music maybe because it was brash and heavy or well, this type of music anyway. Um which I think is quite nice compared to maybe the stage you get to when you're you know becomes genre specific like we'll only listen to hardcore and yeah. listen to two step and blah blah blah. So but yeah so those two albums I mean uh, the colour and shape I don't really have any idea all I knew about it was it was Dave Grohl and Dave Grohl used to be in a Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I moved to Australia, all my friends and, you know, where I went to school, they had already explored and listened to all those type of music and, music, and I was still like listening to The Verve and Oasis, you know, so it was quite, I don't know, quite a, a big step. But I, I remember I received Nirvana Nevermind and then from there that kind of just sparked everything. But we'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, the colour and the shape, I mean, I think it's still one of my favourite albums. It's a great, even today. Great album. Um, and uh, for for so many reasons, I think it's just like from start to finish, just solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, back then you didn't really have the internet to find out 
a lot about stuff and albums. So it was just kind of hearsay. And I remember I had a friend called Dave who used to, I think is kind Dave of Roll. <laughs> Dave Grohl. And he's like, Holy John should really buy this album. No, uh, <laughs> he, he also had an older brother where I think his older brother passed down a lot of music to I him. I say something else then. <laughs> Say the brother passed away. No, 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 he's still, no, no, still, no, he's still alive. Passed and then no, okay, carry on. <laughs> sorry, no. Um, so you know, a lot of the mu- my music was informed by going over to my mate Dave's house and listening to the music he was listening to. And one of the you know the bands he banged on about was Foo Fighters. So mm. he was like anti Nirvana, but like sort of pro Foo Fighters mm. and Dave Grohl, blah blah blah. So, um, but it was an impossible album to try and get hold of in Australia. Um, around Why Christmas is that? time, I don't know because oh. it had. I think it had been out for a year as well. Because again, it was released in '98, hmm. but it was just every CD shop I went into around Christmas time or post Christmas, I couldn't get my hands on it. Um, but when I finally found it in the CBD, uh, which is the business district in, in Brisbane, hmm. I mean, it was just it was just amazing to actually hold that and then go hmm. home and sort of listen to it. And uh, I don't know, like I think everyone's got their favourite songs in it. I mean, mine is definitely my hero. Oh, that's um, and Hey Johnny song. Park, I think. So yeah, I was going to say, that's my favourite I mean, Hey Johnny they, Park. Yeah. That drum intro. Whenever you talk about when you're in Australia and mm. music and stuff, it always seems like Australia has a much healthier alternative rock scene and appreciation. Yeah. Is it? Just, is it? Is that just me making it up? Or because no, no, I don't. It seems like a lot of things, like, you know, for example that selling out mm. and, you know, people going to gigs and concerts and, and bands that come out of Australia as well and the amount of people that are into like that alternative rock scene. Yeah. I don't know if it's just something that we've only experienced being in Australia, but is it? Yeah, I mean, I would say yes. I mean, I think th- th- things have changed now, but I think they've changed everywhere yeah. um, in terms of, of live music and so forth. But yeah, I think th- th- they, there was always a, a really, really strong music scene. And mm. I think Australia also had a really strong Australian music scene, which I think yeah. was really important. Um, and that was was quite exciting sort of growing up and sort of discovering yeah. all these these Aussie mm. bands and it's stuff like and big day out as well that's like absolutely that's yeah. a legendary festival yeah and we had is it still going Must no be. big day out's not going we yeah. had livid as well which was a really big festival yeah. um again it's not going anymore but um i mean if and if you progressively look through australian music i mean they've got some of the best heavy metal bands that have come out you know mm. sort of like um I can't think of any at the moment, but um, DC. Well, like, Akadaka, but I mean, like, sort of like modern day stuff. I think sort of prong queen started when, off, but then North Lane, Parkway North Drive Lane from yeah, North Australia. Lane, North yeah. Lane. Yeah. Um, I built um, the sky. Yeah, but that's that's not necessarily. Get that but, I mean, you've got you've got bands like Polaris now coming out who uh, who have been sort of developing a really healthy sort of following. So, yeah, I mean, all my friends and, and you know, I went to a private school over in Australia, and um, but everyone was into alternative, alternative music, music, you know, yeah, cool. everyone was into, and it all developed from grunge, but yeah, mm. Colour and Shape, boom. Um, 1977 by Ash, it's a completely different album, but Ash are cool. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they're really, really cool. And uh, there was a, a number of, of tracks on that album that, you know, I used to sort of just ch- chill out and listen to. Um, and again, he had a quite an interesting voice, sort of, because they're, they're Irish. Hmm. Now, I don't know if they're Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland. I think they might be Republic, but I don't want to say that just in case they're not. But um, a, a three-piece band and just, and he was, I think as a young person wanting to be a guitarist and make, you know, having someone like him was awesome because he was a singer and a guitarist, but he was also hmm. a pretty cool guitarist. I mean, it was rhythm, but he managed to, as a three-piece, 
mesh kind of lead parts into which weren't you know too too cheesy and stuff so yeah, yeah. um and it's a great album i think even today it's still a really good album but you know you base things on nostalgia rather than quality mm -hmm. so i'm always going to be biased towards those two albums but from there like i blossomed like a beautiful like a beautiful eucalyptus tree um, you can no, see his hands right now they are, they are blossoming no but yeah i think it, it, it gave me a, an amazing foundation to then sort of go off and yeah. find all these a good other starting cool points. Yeah. yeah and mm. also like you know thinking back to the color and shape by foo fighters i mean that was their second album and mm. i didn't i went in on their second album so what mm. was exciting was that a year later oh actually they've got a self-titled album mm -hmm. it's not as good but it was still cool going back and going, okay, well, they've got that now. And then yeah. I think everyone was disappointed when they released um, Nothing Left to Lose. <laughs> See, um, I, I remember getting that as an early album and I, I love it mostly probably because of nostalgia. But absolutely. No, it's yeah, good. It, it is actually a very, very good album. I, I, was, um, I do like it. But it's very chill album compared. That's my album, I think. Yeah. They're too quite... I know you said they're quite different, but I think they still, they still have that element of just... Um, kind of really good songs yes for the whole sure, like, sure, like yeah. Yeah, look, i mean i know radio is not a good standpoint for what's what's great to be played but like the 1977 ash album that all the singles that are played you hear on radio mm. will be from that album bar mm. yeah girl from was girl from mars yeah girl from mars was yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I, I just think it's because they were just really good songs um i like that i kind of i like i like them especially because they were kind of like a more Home, homegrown, but from Ireland, like they, they remind me of Weezer. Yeah, in, absolutely. In a way, yeah. The way that's they wrote really songs. Good, yeah, that's a really it good. It's just kind of like Link. you say. It was kind of because, um, like Rivers Cuomo, he he's very similar to the way he plays guitar. He kind of, like you say, frozen a couple. He does, <laughs> yeah, frozen. Yeah, exactly. Frozen mm -hmm. these little sort of flourishes, licks and flourishes, and yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And I just I like the um, yeah, that just just the, the song and the melodies were just kind of kind of killer. Mm. And I don't know if I'm making this up. I've said this twice already, <laughs> but when Charlotte is it Charlotte have, have mm. heavily joined. There was like there was a. I remember reading in some um, sort of press stuff, or you know, there was a pro proper backlash. About, and this is going to go deep into pol politically like charged things now because it's like I remember people had a real problem with it. Oh, it's a girl joining three boys. What's going? You know, it was. A, I remember yes. seeing stuff yes. like that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. really. I thought that's a bit out of order. Yeah, and mean, she's she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's had like solo albums and stuff. But I just thought. Very strange times when we were talking about placebo and yeah, got, some, 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 mm. like a guy kind of trying yeah. to dress like a woman, but then it's kind of like the the opposite of like a girl trying to join join a rock band. You've got to bear in mind though, back you know even back then it was like it's even today it's a, it's an issue that there mm. aren't enough respect to you know people need to respect all people in music for sure yeah and it still goes on today yeah mm. absolutely um, I think in many ways her joining propelled them even more. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. when I think of Ash, I actually think of her and yeah, him. Yeah. Well, their follow-up you know, album is really good as well. Mm -hmm. um, is, do you have any information why they called it 1977? Is there any reason behind it? I don't know. You no. know, because I've got, I've got every single Ash album that they've ever released. I've even got their EP, yeah. which I found in like a Sanity down the Gold Coast. Hmm. Sanity was like a budget version of H&V. Well, I'd say budget is the Australian version, I guess, but... um. <laughs> Then, I don't know. I To be honest with you, I don't know. There probably is a story behind it, but I'm just yeah. too ignorant to, to bother looking at it because I wanted to talk about it from my perspective. Yeah, no, no, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, thinking about both those albums, they were albums that you could put on at the start and sit there for 45, 50 minutes and yeah, listen yeah. to the whole yeah. album rather than skip and go, oh. Yeah, I mean, that's what I hate about music today I, mm. and that I'm very guilty of doing this yeah. is like not sort of embracing a whole album and sitting down and immersing myself in a whole album 
That's yeah. because I also think there aren't many that bands that produce those kind of albums anymore. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The thought process and the mechanism behind it is just quick releases, quick yeah. wins, and then pad it out with a load of filler shit. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's um yeah. because obviously you got to bear in mind that there probably was more money invested in developing an artist back then. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So they had time to write mm. 24 songs and then cut them down to 12. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm. Whereas like, even though, well, the, with the placebo thing, they only wrote 12 songs for that album and then they had a couple of B-sides when they had like some spare sessions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to love B-sides though, didn't you? Like yeah. listening, like Silverchair got some brilliant B-sides. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you think, why isn't that on the album? Yeah. Some yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed, I know. But yeah. I could never get in that mindset. I remember read, reading like Billy Corgan from Special Effects saying, "Oh, I just write and write and write, and then like condense it down to like twelve songs that I like." Mm. And I, I, I don't know. When, whenever like I write stuff, I he's, a, he's a bloody liar, though, I isn't he? I can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't get in that frame of mind because, like, sometimes the more you write, the, the less maybe sometimes it's watered down. I don't know. I, I can't. Yeah. For me, yeah. I don't. Know, that's a personal thing because you like I quite invested in stuff that we write, and I'm like. Oh yeah. Oh, I think sometimes if there was, if someone said to us, "Here's unlimited funds," please say that. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. or this is because the deals back then were much That's more true. lucrative and and said, "Here's here's unlimited funds. Don't worry about the album at the moment. Mm. You've got a year just to write as much as you can, and you're going to go and work with Rick Rubin mm. to okay, condense yeah. it down." I'd be like, "Fucking yeah, mate." Okay, yeah. I'd be like, "I've written this one thing on piano. It goes like this." Ding. <laughs> But it could go somewhere, couldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's track number 50. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You wonder how well, yeah, the content of these things. Mm. Um, coming back to Ash, I used to have an Ash t-shirt. Oh, sweet. Which had sweet. Ash on the front. Yeah, I remember And this. on the back, it had three three boy hardcore action. <laughs> and my mum had a huge curtain <laughs> for buying that. I, I could never wear it. Oh, my God. I could never wear it. And I remember wearing it in Kingston once with my mates. Um, and uh, I got so much attention. From females. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if they, I thought I was gay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Is that offensive? To but say then, that? then sorry. again, it's. I mean, what was um? I think your Nirvana T-shirt was like fudge packing, coke smoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crack smoke. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, but I remember that. It, it, having, uh, I don't know, the, the audacity to be that bullshit about things. Mm. I think it's really fucking cool. It, yeah, but then on the flip, the cradle of filth stuff's a bit. Yeah, but cradle of filth. It's it's all about. <laughs> Shock. Shock, factor, shock, shock, isn't it? it? No, yeah, for it sure, has no for sure. kind of That's important relevance. No, no, ways. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. agree with that. But, you know, yeah, I sort of throwing away those kind of like, you know, sort of conservative change and just going, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. you know, what, this is this is who we are. And, yeah, and, definitely. Bah. That's why some of the Idols merch is quite good, actually. It is. I think it's, a, I don't know, just, I don't know, little slogans and things like that mm. that kind of mm. make people think, I suppose, rather yeah, than... Three boy hardcore action. I love it. And then, I remember it. I was like, I, I, but then I don't remember, I remember buying the t-shirt in the plastic, thing, oh, Ash, Ash yeah. logo. It was in like this dark green. Is that in Camden Market? No, no, it was, oh. I, I think I bought it in um, an H&V or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Like a dark, I remember this t-shirt. Dark not, green. Not you with, wearing it, but I remember, that, yes. Dark green with like a yeah. cream yeah. writing. Yeah. I was like, this looks cool. And then I turned it over and I was like, oh God, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy the yeah, Rage Against Machine Fuck t-shirt in the Ford logo, but I got that. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Oh God. Jono, with Ash, right? Yeah. I had one of their albums. <laughs> right. I t- the name has Angels in it. Yeah. What album's that? Oh God. That's the third album, I think. That comes after nine seven. That's got Blinding Light on. That's it? the one. Yeah. Guide, no, I had Master, one Mastermind. <laughs> yes, yeah, it. Me so I, <laughs> <laughs> I had that. Yeah, I think that's the third one. Yeah. That was the first album with Charlotte on, mm, I believe. Yeah. yeah, because at that 
time I was heavily into Crank TV. Yeah. And I remember seeing Ash there and then, um, yeah, that's yeah, how good. I got it. Cool. Awesome. cool. Two awesome albums. Really good. God. So, right, who, so who, who you choose? Who goes next? Oh, uh, that's going to be me again. I'm yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's see what Ben Bell has to say about himself. All right. Okay. Good. All right. <laughs> Looking, Looking back. back. Okay, baby. <laughs> so this is a uh, creed. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, God. I'm joking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> With arms. <laughs> so uh, I'll do a little bit of a build up for yeah, our I like, I like your build ups. Go on. So uh, I would have been, been it's year 2000. Would have been 12, 13. This album was released in October. Can we guess it? Can I guess it? Oh, okay. No, no, go a bit more close. Like I, I reckon I can guess it. Clue. Okay, before I announce it, I'll say try and guess it. Okay, then. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so. so can you start again, sorry, because I wasn't listening. Year 2000. <laughs> Year 2000. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, no, oh. no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I'd, leave, I'd leave the room if I Oh, right. man. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, year, year 2000, I was in Asda, classic Asda like, album charts. Yep. It was quite high up, mm-hmm. and I was really happy oh. because it was a band I had sort of grown to love in a short period of time after watching Kerrang. Yeah, and I thought finally something I like we know is high is. up in the charts, and um, it sold twenty-seven million copies worldwide, yeah, making it the best-selling debut album since Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Well, that was one of my, what you're about to say. Go on, M. It's one of my favorite albums, Linkin Park. Yes. Yeah. Hybrid Theory. theory. Yeah. I mean, the singles are all mega are you, hits. Are you going to guess that? Were you going to say that? I'll say a few for a friend. Oh, no. <laughs> 2003. 27 yeah. million 2003. copies. Yeah, no, that's when I decided that was hard. Like. Yeah. Just change that to 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they had mega hits. I mean, I remember One Step Closer, I think, was their debut single. Yeah. And the video was very underground. It was kind of occultist in a way you had the you go underground and you got these kind of demons dancing around with the mm. band it was it was kind of cool but the the main song that kind of really grabbed me and i really wanted the same hair as chester in the video was crawling oh yeah i don't even remember he had peroxide blonde hair yeah. like spike spiked up i had my hair done like that and did you really yeah well see i tried i didn't dye it blonde <laughs> But I ended up really looking like Gareth Gates. <laughs> it was anything but anything but Chester. But um, yeah, uh, just going into the artwork alone, uh, if you remember, it's like a, a obviously a grey picture, but it's got the soldier on the front, mm. and he has uh, dragonfly wings behind him. Yeah. And the reason behind that, which was also inspired by works from Banksy, early Banksy. Oh, really? Oh, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so the wings represent the softness, mm. and then the soldier is obviously quite harsh and upfront, and that was supposed to represent their soft and heavy melodies and mus- musical, uh, you know, the musical experience through that. Listen to that album. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was my first metal album I ever brought. Mm. Uh, it really threw me into the new metal scene. You know, I was young, twelve, thirteen, very influenced influenced by that kind of scene. Yeah, just a yeah, brilliant amazing. debut album, amazing. and. You know, Chester is sadly missed. Yeah. yeah. And his voice. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But there's like, um, I was, I got in a YouTube wormhole the other day at like two in the morning. I have my, do my best things at two in the morning. Uh, mate, so do I. And um, <laughs> and I was like, it was like isolated vocal tracks. Mm. And I was going through them. So I was like, um, Freddie Mercury, incredible. Chris Cornell, incredible. And then Chester as well. And I was just like, oh, listen to this. It's fucking amazing. Mm. Wow. His voice is incredible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, absolutely Seriously, like on a level, like with pitch with Cornell's pitching, yeah, yeah. it's incredible. 
Mm. And you send me the link later for that. Yes. I'm not trying to compare Chris Cornell. No, no, no. no. But they're, they're all saying that they're individually his, his brilliant. Pitching and his, yeah. Because he's in a, it was an earlier band that they released recently. I can't remember what they were called. Um, his first band it was in Grey something. And you listen to that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The voice. Because it's just just singing. I heard. Um, I don't know how true it is. Um, but. He, uh, Chester wanted to be I think he was auditioning for boy bands I could be completely wrong so yeah. please research it and tell me but because um, his voice was quite harsh and quite rocky yeah. it obviously wouldn't fit into certain boy bands at that time and I think that's how he got maybe recruited into this band because he had a good singing voice mm. but he could also rev it up a lot yeah. I've heard this it's yeah. quite an interesting story because didn't he just like in camp on LA or I don't know I'm not saying LA but somewhere and he was just like lived like not just almost homeless to make type of thing yeah yeah paid off amazingly right yeah i well to an extent well, yeah i mean before i that, saw yeah. him live actually um when i was yeah, in la i went to uh whiskey gogo mm. and they have a house cover band they're called i don't know sort of camp freddy or something or kill Fre- i don't know what it is but it's basically um what's his name from jane's addiction the guitarist dave navarro oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah um, yep. and i think um Duff Duffy Duff McKeegan, Duff McKeegan. from McKeegan. Guns N' Roses yeah. Yeah. yeah and um yeah so Chester Chester was singing for them that night wow. so it was and it was like it wasn't even busy in there it was crazy just to see someone like that you know sing that's yeah, it was cool yeah, we saw them on the, the tour didn't we Deftones one London, wow London Marines, oh. so that's one band Deftones, that's, that's, that's even better Deftones headline Lincoln Park <laughs> oh. main support and then Taproot on first <laughs> Oh, remember you know, I've got a soft spot for yeah, that, but that's a nostalgia thing, though, isn't it? Or not? It is because the guy's got an awful voice, <laughs> and the but album is awful. Cause the we album listened to is it about awful, a couple of years ago. I know. <laughs> yeah, it is really. What was bad, their main single? Because it was on TV. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, maybe, yeah, something like that. I, I probably would have liked it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Link apart, those again crossover. That that's a big crossover between metal and um, I suppose that's where new metal, new yeah. metal came from. That hip hop rock crossover if you think sure. if you go back definitely I, I, but i've never ever ever understood why deftones were put in that group no because they had they, nothing they, they don't like. understand that no either. it was they'll, almost like they were thrown in with the new metal they were nothing like yeah, corn or limp yeah. or linkin park or taproot or seven yeah. or anything but then they still did the rap version of back to school didn't they they yeah, did yeah. <laughs> it's quite good though i quite like it that. Is, yeah. no, it is good yeah it's tastefully done it's um yeah but the, i suppose that's a yeah crossover there it's quite interesting yeah and to be fair even all their albums up until recent actually been very good i think personally Park. yeah yeah been all right there's there's i was saying in a previous episode that there are some that's, that have got really cheesy i'll say cheesy is the wrong word really overproduced like pop production on it mm-hmm. but lyrically really dark mm. yeah it's, and it's nice just contrast. like and you don't really realize it because he's got mm. such a nice voice and it's a lot of it's very auto-tuned as well in the new in, in the latest stuff because of the it's the kind of market they're appealing to isn't it because people's ears are now used to this perfect tuning on, mm. on radio or whatever. But anyway, that's that's yeah. bes- beside the point. The lyrics are really dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. So. I remember playing in. Well, we were in a band at the time, and as soon as they came out, everyone had like tw- dual vocal. Uh, dual, yeah, we, dual vo- we, we vo- did it. Vocals, we did it. it. It was like a big. Oh my god! You can like have yeah. two two singers at the same time, and uh, yeah, I know, I know, we did it. We did it. Yeah. So a bit like I think bands like Sixth, they had. Is that the due vocal thing? Or yeah, yeah. Well, we did. Uh, we had is, a... But Linkin Park predates Sixth. Surely they do. Yeah. Must do they? Yeah, must yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Because like Raging Speedhorn have two vocals. Oh, Raging Speedhorn. Yeah. You know. But anyway, I just remember like just on, on the unsigned sort of when you play gigs. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Every, every other band has like dual vocals. Yeah. It's funny what is fashionable at the time, then it kind of goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like what? 
But it's quite. It's, it's a, it was a good. I don't know. Yeah, good. Good mix of the the. the uh, well, he's not a great rapper. Let's be honest. No. When we listen back to it, old Mike. Oh, Mike, Mike Shinoda. Shinoda. But he was yeah. quite. He was quite a talented guy because he plays piano and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more produced, and, yeah, producer stuff. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, for sure. But the thing we're missing, clearly, and we're not going to talk about. We are going to talk about now is the fucking guitarist wearing headphones. What was that? About? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was that just a look? Were they were they what? like feeding him the click tracks or like people said wireless headphones was, were wireless headphones back then was no it, was it just a look that you sort of I'm going to wear headphones I think it was I think I do think it's aesthetics I mean it works yeah, we remember it protection because of his ears or something yeah. like, well, maybe but there. maybe it was just like you know what I'm just going to do something different and be I mean like ragged horse because <laughs> the ragged has got hi-fi the headphones on <laughs> But I mean, it's quite it's it's quite a look, though, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. so and we know, we remember him. Yeah, we're talking about it now. That's yeah. yeah. his thing. That's yeah. true. It's a random, like, just a random. I might wear one of those swimming nose clips. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had that. singing really hard. <laughs> a random thing. Random. I like uh, it. Elastic band around one ear. <laughs> like, ping it before you go on. That could be the thing. Why is he wearing elastic band when he just pings it to get himself going? <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. I like yeah. that album. It's a great album. Yeah, beautiful. Album. Hybrid Theory. Yeah, to very that. good. And that'll be on the playlist as well. Some of it will be. What track? What track do you say was your favorite? Crawling. Uh, at the time it was crawling, but now crawling. it's um, I think by myself, which is a just an album track. It's not a single or nothing. Yeah, that's I, just I, um, great. I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember we drove down to um, Plymouth to play a show. Oh God, here we go. With, um, oh, must, no, that's, that's a good effort. No, no, hang on. I know it was yeah, in we a were, day. We mate. were very young in, then. In, in a, a day. In a day. So I hired the car, yeah. drove down. The only yeah. tape we had to listen to was Linkin Park, yeah, Hybrid Theory. Five fucking hours of that Whoa. album there and back has made me sick of but it. But that charged you up for I, the gig. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to crazy. it. I can't listen to it anymore. Is that when you saw the UFO? Yeah. yeah and the, and the oh, arm hand in the road. Yeah. What happened there? The severed hand in the road as well. I had to pull over. Well, it's a five hour journey, Ben. You're five hours to Plymouth, and then we played a show, and then I tried I tried to sleep in the car stupidly while Jamie's doing like shots that look like they were literally the shape of sperm, and then it were like babies, <laughs> and everyone's getting fucked, and I'm like, oh god. And then I remember dro- we left. I remember this distinctly because I looked at the time. We left at half past eleven, and we did not get. We got to the A3 by kind of that Cobham Junction, and we pulled over for a piss, and it was five in the morning. Yeah. We pulled. We, we stopped. We stopped at like Bristol and stuff, but I remember distinctly remember driving and going I started to hallucinate because I was like I, I need to pull over now I started seeing shit um, the uh, the guitarist's girlfriend at the time started was crying. crying she was she was with James the car she started crying she was crying, she was crying. Driving. why because well, she was no, so tired there's a number, number of reasons Jono <laughs> the main reason is the main the main reason is that well, obviously this is back in the day we had no responsibilities I don't think any of us really worked I think you might have worked in Virgin Megastore yeah. or something I was d- a young teen whatever um, and we drove all the way to Plymouth because we, we drove all over the fucking place when we played gigs. Like we we really did properly tour. Um, and <laughs> she was probably crying because we drove all the way to Plymouth, played in front of two people. <laughs> I got really drunk on sperm shots and then we just drove back. <laughs> By sperm shots, I mean there were shots and shape, shape of sperm. Yeah. But it was just a really pointless... <laughs> Like we've all played pointless gigs. We played pointless gigs recently yeah, in our yeah. careers as well as their careers. But you do it all the time. But that, that tops it, I think. That's right. amazing. Just especially for us to go five out, like ten hour round trip. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember getting the email going, "Fuck, he's grenade." And I talked to Graham, who was like helping managers at the time, and he was like, "Oh, they're fucking great." And I listened to him. I was like, "Actually, they're pretty. They're like kind of a German glass jaw kind of vibe." I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, and my mum was like, no, what are you doing? Stupid of you. And I was like, oh, I'll do it. 
It's like, you know, just the arrogance of youth. I'm still like that. I'm quite pig-headed. If I want to do something, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, I'll do it. And just, I was like, can I borrow your car? <laughs> she was like, no, <laughs> I'm not taking my car. So I had to hire a car, but I had to get my mum to sign it because I wasn't old enough. Mate, it's mental. To, to drive. Because yeah. Jamie was in his teens. I was must be 20. Story. Why did they serve a young boy sperm shots? That's what I want to know. Guys, Graham was buying them for you. That's was, what it was. was charming. Oh, yes. <laughs> You are. You still oh, charming are. and completely off the rails back then. So yes, yes. It was, so he probably gave it to me to it was, shut up. It was a good little. It was a. It, the venue was. It was a wicked. It was, like, it, was a, it was a rock rock pub, and it was right by the right by the docks. Oh, I still, I, I, I really remember shows back then, but I still remember points of that show. Really? Yeah. Far out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being on, being on. I say on stage. I think it was. What was your band called then? Uh, that was Year Zero. Year Zero. Yeah. That's when we were. But Linkin Park yeah, we're... saw me through five hours, well, ten hours of fucking driving. Yeah, ten hours. Con- constant repeat. And I remember, now it's kind of cured it for I remember it? whoever no, was in the car with me at the time. We got. <laughs> was Tom with you? Tom Thornton? Oh, I don't know if he came with no, us. No, he didn't. No. I don't think he did. No. But I remember driving and it got to like, I don't know, halfway through the journey. <laughs> and that's the voice in the back went. Can we shut this shit off now? Yeah, Will. I'm fucking sick of this. I'm sure it was Will Duff. Me too. Duff. I couldn't get anything. There's nothing else I could get. It was Will Duff. I left the tape in the uh, car. So to this day, there's a high car going around with Lincoln Park Hyperfury in it. Mate, there you go. Anyway. So can I just ask one more question about this? <laughs> God, you can. Um, was the set of the hand a hallucination oh, or was it and, real? and the UFO as well. Uh, no, that was, a separate, that was a different time in the UFO. Oh, that, that was yeah, like, it yeah. was a different time. Okay, the severed hand was that time though. The, yeah, that was... That was that was yeah that was just t- I was just so tired and I you, know, you just don't realise you're tired until you're driving. This is getting into like fucking um, educational speech, guys. You know, if you're young and you're driving, make sure you pull over for a rest. Well, I find I, I didn't yeah, coffee crack at the time. Window I find open, quite interesting, like sleep deprivation studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that you know the Russian sleep experiments. Oh yeah. Where people just yeah. completely go mad Mental. for not having. Well, this mm. uh, uh, this th- that this was one of those times. I remember stopping. We stopped in a services somewhere like, outside of Bristol or somewhere. And that was that was two three hours into the journey on the way back, and I was so fucked. I didn't buy anything yeah. to drink. I just bought. <laughs> so I remember stupid. this. I just bought a key ring with my name on it. <laughs> I came out. I came out, and everyone's having a cigarette. And I'm like, what? Well, they were like, what have you done? I've, I, I just bought this, and they're like, oh, they're like, great. And I was like, I don't know why I bought it. <laughs> Got back in the car and drove another three hours. Oh mate. That, that is so there. Yeah. Scary times. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lincoln Park. Sorry, I've, I've oh, hijacked your Lincoln Park hybrid oh, theory. Isn't these stories like that? Listen to it. Yeah, that's great. But Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. So I can't name a favourite song because fucking hate all. Of it. <laughs> 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 no, I don't really. It was good. It was good. I remember hearing that first time. It was kind of blew but my talk mind. About really quick before we go, just that's right. Uh, one of the B sides for that album was My December, and that mm. was a great B side. I mean. I don't think a lot of people have heard it unless you do a deep well, YouTube search. All those bands named My December probably have because there's pretty tons of bands. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. My December, popular, Falling yeah. December. Uh, it was a great beef side, so go check that out too. All right. So just brilliant. You. Thanks, Back to me. Thanks, Ben. That was lovely, lovely, Ben. That was really good. That was really, right. really good. So we should put My December on Spotify. Yeah, why not? We can yeah. find it. If it's there. It, yeah. I think my it is. December. It might be in the bonus track is section. It, Does the chorus go My December? My December. My December. Is it, is it is it heavy or is it? No, like it's fun? actually quite a softy, floaty song. I bought, I bought some props. Hang on a minute. I know I bought props. Right, so Justin's bought props. Let me just quickly before, before cool. I'm going to do a build up like Ben before. before Sorry, I can I just clear my throat quickly? Yeah, go on, fine. That's <coughs> recorded. Well. I don't know if there's any. Well, no, because we've still got another one to do. After oh, okay, yeah, we'll wait. We'll save it. Um, <laughs> so on. anyway, um, well, I moved house about two years ago, but anyway, I've got loads of CDs and they they've been stuck literally at the back of a cupboard, and I started clearing them out during lockdown. Found some really cool stuff, 
Anyway, I was going through CDs, and I thought, I'm going to bring them in, because actually having the physical thing here, I don't know. Yeah. So um, th- the first album I bought was Ugly Kid Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> America's <laughs> Least Wanted. Oh, yeah. I remember that. There we go. For you, all, this is the perfect thing for a podcast, again, Ugly showing Kid you something Joe. you cannot see. Is that yeah. the single where they're on, they're on a beach on the video? Uh, I, I think so. everything yeah. about you. So is that it? Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. Ugly Kid Joe. Um, so this this was the first... This, I, did, I bought this from... Um, where was it? Our price in Epsom. I remember. I remember yes. saving money or having money. It was like thirteen quid, and I'm. I saw it and I thought, oh, I could get that. There was this, It was either this, or um, get a grip by Aerosmith, and mm. I chose this. Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> neither good choices <laughs> exactly. are they? So uh, this is an embarrassing <laughs> choice. Um, so I kind of first got into Ugly Kid Joe. Beautiful, as I'm, I'm showing you here. Um, no, but we'll uh, put a photo up. The, yeah, fir- the first track I remember seeing. Uh, on top of the pops was actually Cats in the Cradle, which is a, which, which is a cover. I didn't know. Cats obviously, I know now, but at the time, I didn't know. It was you know, obviously uh, what's his name? Help me out here. Uh, who is now Yusuf? Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. It's a Cat Stevens cover. Thank you very much. Uh, and I, I think he's gone back to Cat Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, has he? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Sorry. 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 Sorry, Cat. Uh, <laughs> Cat Stevens. Mr. Cat Stevens. The cat is Cat short for something, or is it just Cat? Uh, I think it's like cool Cat. Okay, cool. Fine. I, think, I don't think his real first name's Cat, is it? I don't know. I what don't know. what could Cat be short for in, in, in terms of a, man, a male name? <laughs> cat, Cata, Catty, Cat. A, a Greek name or something. Yeah. Cataron? No, I think it's like a, like a 60s, name? 70s, like, oh, okay. uh, Cat. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, he's, cat. Do you remember who's seen that guy? What's his name? I don't know. Cat. Cat. Oh, yeah. Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. So, yeah. Cat's in the cradle. Saw that on top of the pops. Um, I kind of the, the lyrics of it obviously a, a, a dad talking to a son not having enough time for him and then the son eventually grows up like the dad and I was like oh that's really deep I was like, hey, oh, I like really those deep. lyrics um, and I remember hearing that track yeah whatever on top of the pops and I, it was never on the radio so I kind of always used to tune in to listen to that um, and then the other track is Everything About You which you said um, which I saw in Wayne's World um, oh yeah you know in the cin- went to the cinema with a mate Sid Oh, Sut- Sid. In Sutton. Shout out to Sid. Will Sid listen to this, do you think? Probably not. Oh, too, busy, does, thank too busy following Liverpool <laughs> <local. laughs> around the world. Well, yeah, Wayne, Wayne's World kind of changed my perspective of like what I, the music I would listen to because mm. it kind of oh, it got me into guitar. And yeah. we kind of looked at this in like episode one we talked about um, Michael Jackson's use of guitar. Um, there were guitars in tracks that I liked in, in, in popular music, but that that film kind of, I don't know, it... It was it was it was a big kind of turning point because it kind of had a difference. It, the soundtrack was made up of like seventies bands, but also bands mm. that were quite current. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I remember hearing that track. I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll buy the album. God, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> and I listened to this. I listened to this recently because I thought oh, I'll listen to it again because I got the CD out. That's why it's here. Got the CD out. Listen to it. Um, Dear God, is awful. That's all I'm going to say. Really- Cats in the Cradle, great. Cause it's a great song. Yeah. But their their version is just it's just a bit like cheesy so it's it kind of sits if you've never heard ugly joe it sits in between <laughs> what can only be described as um shit hair metal meets kind of rock surfy rock dudes yeah i don't know if that's, that's, a, that's kind of a, that's, I, I, so. I, I can i can um, feel that i mean for some reason like, were they a little bit grunge or not well right so the reason i, I, bought, I, the reason I bought this with you with, with me because when you open the, the cd case there's like the, the picture of them all sitting around eating and they all got long yeah. hair. They've got like kind of that. That, that is a. I think that's a predates the grunge look. I got obviously this came out ninety three. Like Faith No More. Yeah. yeah. Well, ah, very good, very good. Because I was going to say Faith No More was another thing they were kind of referenced to. Mm. Um, I, obviously, I, this 
I didn't get this when it came out. I kind of bought it kind of a couple of years later. Mm. Um, and I just remember listening to my room. Um, again, <laughs> my dad, was just his his classic one word review was, well, maybe two words was like, what is this? This yeah. is, turn it off, it's nonsense. Um, and o- the only time that um, my mum was, oh, that sounds right, was the Cats in the Cradle thing, because she knew Cat Stevens. She was like, oh, I know that track. Um, so that yeah. kind of gave me, I, I used to play that a bit on repeat because I thought, oh, okay, this, this pleases my parents. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. if I put my headphones on, I'd listen <laughs> to the rest of it. Um, but yeah, there's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's embarrassing, but it kind of, yeah, I think it was, I don't know, made me want to yeah. pick up a guitar. Yeah. Um, there's loads of little things, like, stories I can go on about, but you know, I may, I remember, um, let me put this down. I remember uh, uh, wanting to play guitar, so I kind of, kind of promised my parents I would study for my GCSEs and my dad bought me like a guitar from bootleg music in Epsom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Red, a red Strat. They that loved Aria, that. That Aria place? Yeah, yeah. They loved that in there. Big up Roger. Big up Roger. Um, yeah, he used to love him. He used to, he used to get a bargain every time. He did. I remember him. That's a shop dad. Doesn't yeah. matter. He's got score, score, me a great bargain. I got the guitar, the soft case, the lead. And a little amp, I think, as well, all, all in one price. I used so to look, I, going out with dads to <laughs> do oh, things mate, like that, I used to get really worried because, like, it used to be really, like, awkward. Yeah. But he was fine because, like, obviously, I got bass when I used to play bass. He got me my bass guitars both times. And every time, I was like, anything else? Can we get anything else with that? We'll put a, put a lead. <laughs> what about a strap? Can you get a strap in there? Oh, yeah, like, strap. Like, the bloke's bro, yeah. like, all right, you can have this strap. Well, what about that? Is that strong enough? Is it the strap? <laughs> that's Italian, by the way. That's not me just doing a weird voice. That is like, exactly yeah, how he talks. It is, yeah. Oh, back you up and on it's just, And it's just like, every time, I'll be like, oh, God, here we go. But actually... <laughs> Bless him, because every time he got us an absolute bargain. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I just remember teaching myself guitar because before I, I played piano, um, and I recently bought a piano and got back into playing it, which was quite cool. But um, yeah, so and I picked it up and just just learned three chords. Um, what three chords did you learn? G, D, E minor. Oh, E minor, classic. But if you kind of bar, that's four you, chords. If you bar, oh, four. Thanks. If you bar, <laughs> but if you barred, I worked out if you barred like you know um, the E and the B and on third, you could move your 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 um, index finger and your middle finger and kind of is it index? Is that right? Yeah, pointing finger. Yep. <laughs> Peter Pointer. Give me Peter Pointer. <laughs> Peter Pointer. Um, and you could you know you could play G and C and E minor and, and kind of yeah D. How exciting all was all that that period? Amazing. Mm. Um, and then from that I got into yeah that, that kind of made me want to get um, you know like, start listening to like the grunge stuff and, and but I also remember pick, trying to learn Ugly Joe was pointless because it's just fucking horrible um, <laughs> <laughs> a, a Cats in the Cradle I could play and, yeah. I could, and the other the second track as well which is a single that I bought which was kind of going on another tangent was um, Skunk and Nancy Week oh. I, remember, I, remember lo- I remember loving that um, track oh, yeah. and, and learning again that was E minor, <laughs> e minor C and D yeah. oh everything yeah, yeah, I could yeah. play um, yeah. so but again that that uh, that um, single kind of again blew my mind what an amazing voice she's got oh. firstly for skin she's br- absolutely brilliant um, and just the, the that was like, there was nothing like that I remember in the sort of British music that I could find that kind of matched the heavy kind of guitars with just those soaring vocals. Mm. I saw Justin with a, in a <clears throat> covers band yep. at the Scout Hall in Worcester Park. I was there, and Jono yeah, was there Johnny. too. I was there, yes. and it was um, <laughs> it was a Skunk and Nancy thing, and Justin played with back to the audience the whole time. <laughs> so we played Skunk and Nancy, Polly by Nirvana. <laughs> we did play the chorus because I couldn't work out the chorus oh, <laughs> oh, I couldn't bar chord at the time um, yeah and what was the other one there was an Oasis song you must be like four, really where were you 14 yeah 14 or 15 yeah. yeah we organised that I've always been kind of a bit of a 
oh, let's just fucking do it. And we, we I remember organising it for, in the scout hall. I don't know how it probably sounded awful. It was packed. Mate, it was well, really busy, yeah. Thank you. Was, it was, it was the busiest gigs I've ever been to. That was a peak, <laughs> peak, peak, <laughs> was a peak of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth Mr. Park scouts, big up yourselves. Oh, that's um, a great night. So, yeah, I just... and. From apart from sort of that buying stuff, I, I remember you. I don't know if you guys did this, but I used to go to Bournehall Library and I used to borrow rather than books, I used to borrow CDs. Yeah, yeah. I'd just take loads of CDs, yeah. and, and, and yeah, yeah, as yeah, bad yeah, as it true. sounds, I used to take them. And I, I found loads of my old tapes that I used to make kind of mixtapes from, mm. and, and things like that. And that's how I got into. Mm. I mean, I remember borrowing everything from oh, awful like Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, terrible album names. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting, <laughs> but because of the songs on there. Yeah. Um, oh, Bon. You used to love Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Because in, in, in Sicily, in the car, yeah. it was always you and Davina, but it was Bon Jovi the whole time. Bon Jovi, yeah. Yeah. Bed so, of Roses. <laughs> it was classic. On a bed of roses. So that guy, yeah. That, so Ugly Kicho paved the way for me to get into stuff like that and play yeah. guitar. Good starting um, point. But... Well, I don't know about that. Well, maybe you, know, you listen to the album; it's fucking shit. Um, the, the, <laughs> I should just say, starting definitely, point. Definitely at Ugly Kid Joe in the uh, in the post when we do this. I've, got, I've, got, I've heard Whitfield Crane, who's the lead singer on a couple of podcasts, and he's like bit good mates with um, what's his name, Matt Stocks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he and he sounds like a like he's a he's a reasonably nice guy. He's, he comes across like quite genuine, down to earth. Um, but yeah, just does he think they're shit as well? Just, though? just uh, well, they, I don't know. But I just. <laughs> They did like a reunion show, and I thought, "What are you doing? Mm. What is the point?" No one asked for it. No one wants to see that shit. No. Um, two, 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 all right songs, um, but the um, album ends um, with an ode. It's called "Mr. Record Man." It's just like this horribly like acoustic. Oh, it's disgusting, and, it, and it's this ode to like how lovely the record industry is, and oh, thank you so much for signing us. And I'm like, oh god. And I don't right. know if it. I I hope to God it was tongue in cheek, but I don't think it is because it's sung just so like sweetly. Oh my so god! Like, I might as well just go suck your cock for signing this. To fucking <laughs> that was Columbia, the, but that was probably the, the kiss of death, though, wasn't it? Because they got, pretty got dropped off that album. <laughs> well, I remember them. They bought their second. They oh, bought their second album. Did just <laughs> just in. You went back for more. He went back for more. Bought the album after that. Um, <laughs> when it came that's out, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Well, that, but, that's but, like that's like going to like a, a, a restaurant, <laughs> yeah. having like the worst food poisoning ever, and then go back because you just thought, oh, but the why reason not? the reason it's got I, a new dish on the menu. No, but the reason I did it is because I got you know I don't know you get attached to these bands, so I thought oh maybe they've changed, and I heard that oh they got they've gone down more of a route kind of similar to I've not never been a big fan of Metallica, but they've gone down that similar route to Metallica. They've used a similar producer, and I heard Milkman's Son on MTV. I was like oh, okay that's quite a cool track, had a good riff. The album's awful. No. <laughs> but Sorry, then again, guys. you're 13, 14. You're going to just... Well, this was later, mate. You know. I'm t- oh, okay. <laughs> this is when I was 16. I so how many albums do they have in total? I have no idea. I how many have you bought? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so, no, America's Least Wanted, um, which apparently was um, banned in some record stores because the, the dude is holding up his middle finger, if, yeah, you, if yeah. you ever look at it. Mm. And they had to re-release it with him, like, kind of gagged and, like, his middle finger kind of taped down um, to appeal to an audience. Um, I don't know what he didn't mean, maybe. But I liked the fact that it was a bit like, oh, yeah, he's got his middle finger up on the cover. Yeah. Oh, cool. Maybe it's yeah. a bit like, you know, I don't know, a bit kind of, um, what's it called? Um, you know, teenage angsty kind of. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, it's going to... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and when you listen to it, it's like, oh, dear. It's not at all. Oh, dear. Um, it's got some horrible solos in it. And like, oh, dear. Why? Why solo? If it You're doesn't making me want to listen to this uh, album well, now. I'm talking you into listening to it, but yeah. listen to it. But if it, I like a solo that kind of adds to adds to a song, and I, I think we'll all agree if, if it's there, 
just for a solo, and that's what it, the whole album's like. Um, yeah. It's like, okay, we've got nothing to do here. Let's fucking solo. Yeah, for the sake of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if it kind of adds that, you know, we're going to talk about this band probably later, but like Alice in Chains, they yeah. did solos, but solos that were dark and suited the It wasn't like song. an ego thing either. No. I think sometimes you hear a band, probably like Ugly Kid Joe, and it just sounds like an ego yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, this is what he can do. Yeah. This is what he can do. Mm. A bit like, like a... I mean, don't don't take offence if anyone's listening who went to ACM because I went to ACM, but a bit like an ACM band. It was like, here's a bass solo. Who wants to hear a fucking bass solo? I really, seriously, in any form of music that I listen to, I do not want to hear a bass solo. Yeah, I know. Like, especially a slap, like slap bass. I don't want to hear that. Apart from Paul Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because he's got great lyrics as well. Um, sorry, I was just going. I've got really angry then about solos. No, you're so it's so true though, it's true, isn't, isn't it? It is so true. It's but like it was, when singers do like that whole like when like you get pop singers you go, ah, yeah, yeah, woo, 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 that kind of stuff acrobatics yeah. <laughs> acrobatics yeah. you're like I don't want to hear that shit just, just sing just, I know just, just the song but that's, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly that's exactly it and yeah. I just think yeah, I mean listen to it I mean I would listen to but the only track I would listen to is Cats in the Cradle Potential you know, mm. you know I listened to it sort of two weeks ago and I, I thought oh my god what am I doing here there's a track with Rob Halford from um, Judas Priest, oh, yeah, yeah, Judas Priest on Goddamn Devil, and it's just got this backwards, backwards, really high pitched. Is that for him? Yeah, he's got, he's got such a high pitched voice. Really high like that, and you're like, oh dear. Honestly, it's hilarious. And I was listening to it, and I was in traffic, and I was like, oh my god, if someone looks over now, they're going to think I'm having some kind of crisis. So, so why do you skip it? Well, I just wanted to give it. I wanted to give it his dues. I thought, oh, come on. I think sometimes you always need to sit do that. through it. Yeah. But how yeah. all of you guys have picked fucking <laughs> classic shit, and I've no, shit. no. But I mean, it, like going back to when I was when I was being at mine. If I would have spoken about my the first album that I would have bought, we would have been having a completely different conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the first so, single that I ever bought, yeah. like properly. Like obviously we've done that yeah. already, but. There's another one I bought along with that. Yeah, so, you know, we, we all got our closets, mate. I know. No, we've all got our skeletons. Not we've our closets. closets. We've all got closets we've got as well, closets, of course. But but I've always kept it because I thought I can't, I got rid of, I remember getting rid of CDs and trading stuff in because at the time there used to be a, um, mm. a record shop in Worcester Park um, near where Pizza, Pizza Express is now, yeah, if you yeah. know Worcester Park. I don't know what it was called. And there used to be a record shop in New Malden because I used to go to school around there. And I remember trading CDs that I bought. I thought, oh, this is awful because well, that's all I used to spend my money on. Mm. I bought a guitar. Le- uh, and just I would buy CDs and try and work it out by ear or just like mm. and, and I just used to I, I got a bit like like a problem I think I Obsessed got really addicted to yeah. doing that got to the point sorry mum but I used to I, my mum used to give me money for lunch I didn't use it for lunch I, I saved it and bought CDs yeah. oh wow hey fair enough that's really good I just bought that's cigarettes good... <laughs> 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 the cigarettes were pretty cheap back then yeah, yeah. just quickly going on the whole independent record store yeah so there was one in Epsom next to bootleg or around that corner wasn't there yeah there was Epsom yeah, records yeah brilliant yeah, just yeah. Epsom My records was it? I remember yeah, yeah. going in there, there. year 2000 and forgive me but I got Bowling for Soups second yeah, album yeah. Do it, let's do it for Johnny which to be fair I quite like still that's cool that's quite <laughs> but good they had it shop. that's the only mm. shop that had it H&V didn't have it they had some stuff. really rare I mean I got Insane Clown Posse in there <laughs> but they had some really I know that's another story they had some really like rare stuff in there that you wouldn't find in your HMVs. Yeah, that's true. My friend, well, it was my friend. Well, if you listen to this, you're my friend. My friend worked in there. I won't mention his name. That's good. He's but a friend. You're definitely my friend, but if you 
Yeah. yeah. Acquaintance. <laughs> well, I, well, um, well, they used to be, but they used to be like Tower Records in Kingston. No, he's a dick. He's not my friend anymore. <laughs> I don't like him anymore. There used to be a Tower Records in Kingston where sports directors, and they used to get all the, talking about imports, yeah. they used to get loads of Australian imports, and that's where I got Silver Chair's first album from, and some of their singles, because they were never released in the UK. Oh, really? And I bought oh, like oh, really? loads of them, yeah. So, that, and that, there was a, another Australian band, I can't remember what they called. I remember playing it to you ages ago, and you're like, I've never heard this. This is shit. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I've got it on a single. Grins. Oh no, I can't. Grinspoon are great. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the band, but it was just sort of that. Oh, I know. It post dated like grunge you, stuff. I remember this as well. What were they called? And not Ammonia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ammonia. No, Ammonia are really good. Oh, you like Ammonia? Yeah, okay, good. I yeah, I yeah, yeah. Ammonia shit. are really I remember, good. I remember <laughs> buying that single. Yeah. The, 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 the they only released single. one album, I believe. Yeah. The, the, so the lead single of that thing, I remember again. Or two I, albums, possibly. I, heard, I don't know where I heard it, but or I read. I don't know. Heard it on a Kerrang CD or something, or someone played to me. And I found it in Tower Hamlets, and it's like you're import. not the only one who. Maybe that, maybe it was that one. That's beautiful, John. It's such a good song. It was like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Bass like. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You're not the only one who yeah, yeah. feels okay. this way. Okay, good. Yeah, there okay. we go. Let's look at Sue. Keep going, man. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my yeah. Guilty, brilliant. Guilty. Well, it's not a pleasure. Guilty, disgust. <laughs> but mind you, you, you have to bear in mind that every previous episode you've had some really great stuff, and we've had all this oh, no, shit. I've had MC Hammer. No, but that's pretty yeah, cool. That's still, that's bad. like, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, MC Hammer's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, I think he's pretty cool. I think he's like, he's got like a bit of a legend status. Yeah, for that time, it was pretty groundbreaking. We had some pretty shit stuff, didn't we? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just talk about my stuff. Well, the, yeah. Anyway, so that's 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 where we're at, and that's brilliant, fantastic. Where we are now. Well, yeah, that wraps us up. Well, you can tell we've missed this because we've gone. This is a this is a bumper episode for you guys. That's seventy-two minutes worth of pure. Hey, should we quickly do anything? Gold. Any people are listening to you now quickly or? or, or uh, yeah, you can do, do yeah. a quick fire yeah. round. I anyone, guess. anyone, kind of what have they got on repeat or tracks they got on repeat or? I've got our propaganda victory lap on oh, repeat. Nice. The nice. album, um, fantastic band. I saw them. Did really? You? Yeah, I saw them. Uh, Protest the Heroes supported them. Yeah. That's why I saw them. I immense. carried on watching because they're main act. Yeah. Fantastic. They are. Really good. I mean, the guitar work is oh, phenomenal. Insane. And it's really played impressed. so quick. Yeah. And you're like, how are you doing that? It's yeah. incredible. No, they're, um, they're definitely one of the mainstays of my thing at the moment. My cool. things. Repeat. Awesome. Repeat. Nice. Yeah. On repeat, on repeat. Nice. Propagandy, Victory. That's the most recent album, isn't it? Ben Boy? Yeah. Are you oh. looking at your Spotify oh. to see what it is? I don't know. I just want to get the name right before I start. I was. Don't, Jamie. Do you know what? Because we, I was preparing for this episode, I kind of got in a big... Oh, sorry, the next episode. <laughs> can I mention the next episode? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can tease it. Yeah, I was Ooh. preparing the next ep- for the next episode and I was... Um, this is Dr. Dre. No. <laughs> next episode. Very good, very good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. A lot of, of Alice in Chains, a lot of uh, Mad Season, actually, mm-hmm. just because I was delving mm-hmm. kind of into that area um, and anything that Lane Staley really touched, I was listening to, listening to so... That's it. Heroin. Cool. Heroin. <laughs> I haven't been emulating Lance Daly. Sorry, sorry. No. Bad, bad taste. Um, I've, uh, I've been listening to um, the Run the Jewels album. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great album. RJT4. Very cool. There's some very. Like they recorded this before the. Obviously, everyone knows politically what's going on at the moment with the Black Lives Matter and, 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 and how important um, it is to kind of um, sort of change our systematic sort of racism that we have I'm not going to go off and start at LBC now but um, the album that they recorded was recorded I don't know probably maybe six to nine months ago but there are elements and lyrics on there that are so relevant to actually what's going on now Mm. there's even a track where it kind of everything cuts and the guy's singing I can't breathe I can't breathe and you think God this is is this really weird kind of synergy that's going on now and it's kind of 
quite haunting and you listen to it um so yeah it's, it's, it's pretty good it's kind of rap kind of two two kind of big rappers like killer mike um who kind of i got into via outcast but it's worth listening to it's very cool um kind of quite kind of i suppose similar kind of vibe to the sort of beasties in that beat the big beat kind of yeah, yeah. style so if you like stuff like that yeah check cool. that out it's good stuff great stuff good yeah. and then uh the one i'm listening to recently is i mentioned earlier i built the sky yeah they're an australian band or a solo artist it's one guy who just does instrumental metal um fantastic the album is called the zenith rise it's on spotify and um yeah if you're having a good old drive you want to blast some metal go for it it's fantastic it's quite tastefully done though isn't it very nicely done yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's almost quite atmospheric in some ways absolutely yeah um, it's quite spacious quite filmic got the drive stuff isn't it yeah Mm. Yeah, also that's cool, my yeah. recent listening. Right, right thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's a wrap. It's time to wrap it up then. Yeah. So um, the usual stuff that Justin usually says. What do you usually say, Justin? Thanks, about? thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram. <laughs> um, at on repeat, what is it? Um, at on repeat UK, all what? socials. All socials. If you want to sponsor the all show, socials. we will gladly do any sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. Apart only, from... Uh, only if we like it, though. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you know, we don't want to be doing stuff that we don't like. Well, yeah. that's it. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a choice. If you want to sponsor the show, yeah. send it in. But we'll choose if we want to. Sp- Preferably want beer to or vegan products. And follow us on Spotify. Yep. Yep. And yeah. subscribe share, to us. review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Get us up that chart. Big thank, up those yeah, charts. And big thank you to everyone who has reviewed because people have been doing it and it's been awesome. It's yeah. been lovely. Really thank you wonderful very much. feedback. Thanks, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> um, cool. All right. Okay. Bye. One Bye. love. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.